You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com. And now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And I am super, super excited about our next guest. He is an evangelist. He's a man of God. He's going around the country. He just wrote an amazing book, which we are going to talk about. It's called Urgency, Heaven or Hell by Dr. Frank Shelton. Frank, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, brother, you're amazing. And uh, man, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be with your listeners. So thank you for making it happen. Well, thank you. And I know you've been going all around the country and uh, the Lord is just using you in a powerful way. What are you seeing out there? Well, I, I definitely see there's some fatigue, but I also see a lot of faith and they're fired up. So, you yes. know, I just hit you with three F's and, and grade school that was failing, but God is getting ready to, to do something powerful. And, you know, you said it in our prayer, Galatians 6, 9, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we'll reap if we faint not. And Speaking of the word reap, it's also related to the word harvest. And I think yes. in these last dark days, the Lord is getting ready to switch the light switch on. And uh, I'm going to profess two things. He's either going to flip the table or we're going to see revival like we've never seen Come it happen. On. But either way, soon and very soon, you know, Schwarzenegger was not the first to say, I'll be boxed. Jesus <laughs> said it first. And, uh, Presidents do come and go, but I'm convinced the king is on his way. So, but now's not the time to let off the gas. We need the pedal to the metal. Jesus said, occupy till I come. He said, when I return, will I find faith? And I just want to tell your listeners, be encouraged. But, you know, you got to ask the question right now. Are you sitting on the couch in fear? Or are you standing mm. up and living by faith? And fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear honors the devil, but faith uh, is from God. And I just think more than ever, we need to be faithful and faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. I have to mention too, Dr. Shelton, uh, Frank Shelton, he says, just call him Frank, but I want to just give him that honor because he is a man of God, man of integrity. He is friends with a dear friend of mine, Rodney Howard Brown, Pastor Rodney Howard Amen. Brown. And uh, I'll tell you down there at, uh, you know, the River Church, they've been, you know, meeting consecutively. I can't even keep up how many days now. It's, it's over a year and yeah. um, the Lord has been moving. I was just down there twice, uh, one for a conference and once for the uh, Reawaken America tour. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're saying you're seeing revival around the country. Give us some stories. What are you seeing out there, Frank? Well, you know, so there's two schools of thought and you know unfortunately respectfully god gave me a word last year dr todd if you didn't have a backbone in 2020 you probably wouldn't have a microphone in 21 yeah that's true and, and and it seems like those with the biggest sanctuaries had the smallest spines can i get an amen yes you can. And, and and we're seeing you know mc hammer was too legit to quit well we're finding who's legit and bless their art who needs to quit um the public service, I'll hit you with three Ps, whether they're pastors, politicians, or police, we're finding who's authentic. Are we going to stand for Christ and the Constitution, or have we already cowered and caved to communism? Will the real Christians stand up? Yes. And, um, you know, I, for four years, I lead a weekly Bible study to state senators and, and the state capitol. You know, the church has been good going after the poor, but we failed to minister after the prominent. 
Yes. And, you know, when, when pastors for too long have been saying, oh, we shouldn't be engaged in the public square or have a marketplace ministry or, you know, we shouldn't run for elected office. I'm going to take someone to school. Buckle up, put on your seatbelts because class is in session. The Apostle Paul. First nine out of 10 converts. Are you ready for this time? Yes, please. The first nine out of 10 converts that the Apostle Paul led to Christ, nine of them were public servants and three of them were governors. Oh, wait a minute. So he, he was getting involved. There was not a separation of church and state is what no. you're saying. <laughs> and then number two, even Jesus said, you know, render to Caesars what's his, you know, you know. But at the same time, you know, whatever your hand finds to do, do it for God's glory. And we've made some great progress, like, say, even in faith films in Hollywood. But, you know, as a young kid, you know, I prayed for influence in New York, Los Angeles and D.C. I was mm. born literally on Capitol Hill. I worked 20 years in politics. I volunteered wow. in four White Houses. But, you know, I asked Meadowlark Lemon with the Harlem Globetrotters one time. I said, Lark, why do you fly first class? It wasn't a trick question. He laughed. He said. Rich people need Jesus too. <laughs> and, and he's, he was going to shine a light, you know, up front. And, uh, and then he said, I never once got a book deal in the back of the plane by the lavatory. It was always mm. in first class. Mm. So I just think whatever we do, uh, we should live with excellence, do things first class. And so your question, what am I seeing? Um, I got one clergy set of friends who are listening to the CDC when they really need to tune an ear to JC. Yes. And, and they're like, well, now we're listening to the WHO. And I said, try again. No, you forgot who called you to preach. You know, we do need to honor government, but there was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I preached in the Bahamas one time with Dr. Tony Heavens. He preached that was Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when you're, when you're African-American, you can say it, but I'm just yeah. preaching it through. But, but the fact is, you know, they honor the government up to a point. But when your government does no longer honor God, when it goes against the Bible, you know, even God trumps Trump. And that's regardless mm -hmm. of political party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. That's and, right. um, you know, so we got to ask ourselves, are we going to serve the Lord? Or are we going to follow Satan and society or self? And mm. so I've learned, and I believe you would say this, your ministry has went to a whole nother level. Yes. Jonathan Shuttlesworth's ministry went to an entire different level. Yeah. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the first pastor in America to be arrested last mm. March yep. for selling crack, no, for serving Christ, That's for right. preaching the gospel, having church. And, you know, the irony is he was released the same day, but millions of clergy have been on house arrest ever since. Yes. And I told him to pastor's face. As a matter of fact, he wrote an endorsement to the book. And, and, I, and I mentioned him in four chapters in this book, Urgency. But I said, Pastor, I know for some it may have been embarrassing or scary, but your temporary incarceration freed a lot of us, including myself, because right. you made us be bold. Because, you know, even in the movie Frankenstein, when they created this monster, Frankenstein ended up turning on the ones that created them. Yes. And if you think you can just cater to a lie, uh, play by an, a devil's rules and think they'll be nice to you, it's not going to happen. That's right. And plus, we're going to stand. And I was told by a mentor, when you kneel before God, you can stand before any man.
Come on. So I was one of the first last year to really, I, I reached out to the White House Deputy Chief of Staff and I said, anything with Gates or Dr. Fauci, this vaccine is not good. Mm. And I'm not embellishing this, Todd. The very next day, the president of the United States started suspending Fauci from being at all the White House press briefings. Wow. Within 48 hours, the president suspended $500 million mm. from WHO. That's right. And, and $250 million went to Samaritan's Purse and $250 million went to America's Pro, uh, Red uh, Cross and one friend said, well, good night. You didn't even get a dime for a finder. <laughs> but the wild thing is I'm not here to say Frank saved the Republic. I'm not even here to say 100% sure that the White House Deputy Chief of Staff even read what I said. But I do know this. A year ago in April, I was able to connect the dots. The Holy Spirit is the greatest detective. Yes. I know the train was coming off the track. And as yes. a Christian, if you see something, you got to say something. That's right. And we're not out to hurt anyone. Gates need God and Fauci needs forgiveness. Um, but two wrongs don't make a right. You know, a lot of people forget this. Bill Gates' father was at the helm of Planned Parenthood back in That's the day. Right. That's right. Preach you it, know, man. Yeah, and, and the fact is he heard as a seven-year-old, he heard the word depopulation that was music to his ears. Yes. So April of last year, I was invited on a national conference call in Dallas, Texas, and I was asked to speak for 18 minutes. And I said, the only thing Bill Gates and Billy Graham have in common is their initials. Mm. You know, Bill Gates said in a TED talk, quote, if we do the vaccines correctly, we can eliminate 10 to 15 percent. That's right. And I thought, OK, is the great philanthropist talking about reducing the debt? No, it was depopulation. And so I worked five years on staff with Billy Graham. I was the D.C., Maryland, Delaware coordinator for all wow. of PGA. Okay. I did 10 of Franklin Graham's 50 state tours. I was in charge of Dover and Annapolis. But here's the catch. Billy Graham mandate was to populate heaven yes and bill gates own words was to depopulate the earth yes and respectfully the left looks at bill gates like the right revere billy grant yes and in love bill gates is no billy grant that's right um, you know and they're both they need the lord um you know billy didn't get to heaven because he filled stadiums and no matter how far we've missed the mark, I still believe the red blood of Jesus saves. And that's the whole premise of urgency. It's not to throw anyone under the bus. It's to get their name in the book of life. Hmm. Because good news is only good news if it arrives on time. I mean, if you order a Domino's pizza, it's two minutes late, you get a free pizza. But if your best friend dies without Jesus, the word of the day is hell is too long to be yes. wrong. Yes. Man, yes, you're you're on fire, man. What you're saying is exactly true. Now, some of the things that you're talking about, uh, Frank here, are are things that you know, have been deemed, you know, conspiracy or whatnot. And I think it's high time the church understands where we're at. We need to talk about these things. We need this is conspiracy is a term that was coined to be a weaponized term so that people don't, you know, challenge the mainstream narrative. Well, yeah, correct. A lot and of people have been duped by this. Can you explain a little bit of that? Well, that's a great question. And, and the term conspiracy theorist, are you ready for this? And, and it was coined by the CIA, the yeah, Central exactly. Intelligence in 1967. And for those who don't know, um, my dad did graduate from the FBI Academy. So we're not just a bunch of clowns just sitting in somebody's basement. And let's just right. hit them with this. No, this right. has come from discernment 
detective prayer connecting the dots and just the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. But this yes. is a fact that 1967, the CIA coined the term conspiracy theorist because thinking conscientious citizens of our great country, America, did not believe what the government told them, how President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. That's right. That's right. Yes. So in 67, they begin to sham, embarrass, de you know, debunk. And, and a lot of people think the CIA hand in, had a hand in it. Let me also say this, that th th many Republicans also were outraged how the Democratic youthful charismatic president was shot in downtown Dallas. Sure, sure. So it's not just one camp that, oh, you know, you know, my dad protected eight United States presidents, four oh, of which wow. he didn't vote for. But my dad would have jumped as quick in a bullet for someone of the other party. Yes. And, you know, we're at a point now we've gone from my dad with character and, you know, integrity and thinking of others more than self to that's not my president. I didn't vote for him and I'm not going to go to the white house when we won the national championship. You know, right, Dr. Right. Martin Luther King said it best. You are called to be a thermostat, not a yes. thermometer because a yes. thermostat, you can dictate the temperature of the room. Yes. The thermometer only tells you what the room temperature is. And when we callously cocky, he ain't my boy. That's not my president. That's not my cup of tea. I ain't going. If you're a born again Christian, I believe you just failed to resemble Jesus. When you really grasp right. you're the hands and feet of Christ, you know, your humility and your jokes and your personality can lighten up the room. Yeah. And unless we're going to get to dialogue with someone, we may be never able to change the conversation. And I just think more than ever, you can play it safe wait for a stimulus check, slide into communism and live in fear, or you can stand up, speak out and watch God show up and show off, drop the mic. <laughs> That's right. That is a mic drop. L listen, man, and you know what's going on. You've been in D.C. You know about Solinsky. You know about the rules for radicals. You know about the co communist insurgency and the people that have been really installed in these positions of authority around the nation through dark money funding. Uh, a lot of people don't even mention these things. In fact, I saw Newt Gingrich. I think he was on a Fox News interview and he mentioned George Soros. And they literally like got weird and, that, you know, ended the segment. You can't even mention certain things. But yet this is reality. And if anybody does the investigation, they see what's going on. Uh, you know, th this this group of radicals that are now in office in, in various positions around the country. How dangerous is this, Dr. Shelton? What do you, what do you well, say about this? Well, yes. Yeah, so, number one, there's a chapter in my book that I unpack called the deep state or the deep sleep of the yes. church, which is worse. Yes. And I mean, I live nine miles from Andrews Air Force Base, home of Air Force One. I was born on Capitol Hill. Um, I still live 15 minutes from Washington, D.C. on my street. Are you ready for this, Brother Todd? On yes, my please. street, the people across the street retired both Department of State. Two doors down, husband works for CIA. The next door neighbor, Detective DC, the guy at the end of my street does the hydraulics for Air Force One. The right. guy to the left, him and his wife, both IRS. The guy to the left is a captain in the Navy. I have alphabet soup on my street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad graduated FBI. He was the assistant chief of the United States Capitol Police, you know, right. and, and just hardworking people. But here's the catch. The reason I said deep state or deep sleep. Yes, the deep state is real. You know, drain the swamp is not just a political uh, rhetoric. It, right. It's a fact. We are drowning. You know, Lincoln 
was right. We're not going to perish from without. We're going to perish from within. Right. And we got some counterfeits in the mix. There's too many people who are in government who got plus jobs making six figures easy, making a million dollars on a 401k to find out they hate the red, white, and blue. Right. And, and this is atrocious. But see, the deep state, when the devil is driving the car, you can't expect God to be glorified. That's but true. God has the last word and the last say. What's really worse is the deep sleep of the church. Yeah. Can we been, talk about that? Can we talk? Yeah. Because you, know, you mentioned it earlier and it's like, you know, it's so true. There's these big, you know, mega churches and they're not all bad. There's, I know some amazing no. mega church pastors. So I don't want to paint Amen. them, you know, but, but right. there are a lot, though, a lot of them have said very little. I mean, if you would go into a service, I'll give an example today. Sometimes I'll tune into one of these services, right? I would not know the difference if it was 1991 or today because there is no urgency. They're not talking about anything. I mean, it's like unbelievable to me. And I think, oh, my gosh, like, you know, we need to do something. What can the church do? What, what do we need to do to get out of this slumber, Dr. Shelton? Well, the first thing, the church today as a whole resembles Rip Van Winkle more <laughs> than the Redeemer himself. So upsetting. 9,000 Baptist churches in America the year before the lockdown. 9,000 of 44,000 Southern Baptist churches did not baptize one person. Wow. 52 weeks, not one person was saved. We don't even live up to John the Baptist's name, much wow. less Jesus the Christ. And, you know, Jesus, the night at Gethsemane, he prayed three times, bleeding drops of blood. Lord, if you can remove this cup. And he went to his disciples, not once, not twice, three times. Can you stay awake with me this one hour? And in the lockdown, Todd, the Holy Spirit clearly said, if a day is a thousand years and is a thousand years as the day, I felt like the Lord almost was tears, was saying to the world, particularly in America, can you stay awake and stand with me this one hour? That's and right. you know what? We've been asleep at the wheel. You'll like Please. this. God gave me this. Um, and every porta potty in America or a lavatory on a train or plane, it was be a knob with two words. It will say occupied or vacant. And if it's occupied, it usually stinks to high heaven. Can I get an amen? Because <laughs> someone's in there taking care of business. But yeah. if it's vacant, it's empty. But the Lord said in the last days, what's good is called evil. And I believe we're in the last days. Yeah. What stinks to high heaven the past year was not the church that was occupied taking care of business. Because Jesus said, you know, don't forsake the assembling of That's yourself. Right. You know, right. it's not stay home on Zoom and attend Bedside Baptist, and we're going to read from St. Mattresses, I mean, Matthew today. <laughs> you know, if Jesus could raise from the dead, we need to get out of our sleep. Yeah. But the Lord said what stinks to high heaven is the church that's been vacant. And that's when I said, if you didn't have a backbone, you didn't have a microphone. And if we have to wait for Gates, the government, or globalists to say you can go back to church, you're right. not going to please God in the bottom of the night. No, you are so right. And what you said, too, is so amazing. I mean, I've, I've seen this story repeated in several what I call the remnant pastors around the country. But exactly what you're saying. We did not put a dollar into marketing. I want everybody to understand that. Not one single dollar did we spend. Uh, and the podcast from last year on the radio show we see an, a spike. It is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's gone up. I mean, we've already surpassed, and I'm not saying this to boast. I'm, I'm bragging about what God's done. From last year, you know, we had 4 million downloads. This year, we have Good over night. 6 million. 
And the thing is this, it's, it's only halfway through the year. So it's going to be like, you know, 10 times where we were last year, but no, no marketing. What it is, is people are so hungry. They want to hear the truth and they're just Amen. so tired of people that are sitting there saying nothing while, while Rome is burning and the church, like you said, we're meant to occupy until he comes. We're meant to be activators. We're meant to go out there. Do not forsake the assembling together, the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. How can we do that if the churches are closed? And, you know, it seems, and I want to talk about urgency here in a minute, but it seems that we're headed towards another possible government encroachment, uh, possibly locking down again. Who knows what they're planning, right? You know, yeah. we're hearing all, t- all types of things, and it's like, you know, it seems like we're going down this direction. What are you sensing in your spirit? Oh, yeah. Well, I, and I called it last, so March of last year, I was getting ready to board a plane, I think March 9th, to preach right. to 150,000 Muslims in Pakistan. Wow. And um, I had scheduled in May in my hometown for Daryl Strawberry, four-time World Series, Mets, Dodgers, New York yeah. Yankees, to come speak at my event in my hometown. Okay. Now, this is the day before flying to Pakistan. I had the governor's office in the meeting. I had a congressman's office uh, representative. I had the sheriff's office represented. I had the county commissioner president sitting next to me at the table. And it was standing room only. It was a leader lunch. Our ministry, Frank Shelton Global, was putting it on. I was bringing the races together, denominations together, lost people and Christians together. And Daryl, <clears throat> excuse me, was going to speak about overcoming opioids. He could hit a fastball, but he struck out with cocaine. But he got gloriously saved. He's a powerful preacher. And you know, he's a dear friend. But the bottom line is, I walked out of that room. And this was in March. Daryl was coming in May. And someone said, Frank, this is amazing. Thank you for allowing me to be part of it. Um, I can't wait for May. And I looked him dead in the eyes. Now, I'm the one putting on the event. And I looked at them. And I said, to be honest, I don't think it's going to happen. And they're like, what in the world are you talking about? And I said, I just can sense the walls are closing. The hourglass, the sand is sliding quickly. It is a Ferrari without brakes. And Ray Charles could see it. And what shocked Mm. me, you saw it. I saw it. Pastor Rodney saw it. But sadly, many Christians, clergy, churches missed it. And, uh, you know, I just think Ronnie Millsap, Stevie Wonder, and Ray Charles could see they're going to try to throw (laughs) it at us again. But we cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. You know, the first two letters of God's name spell go. Mm. And we have a green light to get going. And I had to remind myself writing the book that it was really God who wrote it. But the bottom line is we're on God's time clock, not the devil. He's not holding the hourglass. That's right. And Satan is scared and he's running scared. And, you know, we've won this thing. But just because we've won the war doesn't mean we got to sleep through the battle no and so we're standing up but you know i'm proud of you with all the way god stretched because um your ministry and it's flourished but you know lol lol used to mean laugh out loud but the lord told me no it means lack of leadership And, and so that's why when we're close to the lord when we're bold and biblical you know there is purity uh leads to power and, and more than ever, you said, what do we need to do to change the corner? Well, first of all, see, the problem the church is where it's at. We've gone from evangelism to entertainment. Yes. We've gone from preaching the sinless Jesus to bragging about skinny jeans. Yes. And, and, and we're stealing people's sermons. So you can steal my sermon, 
but you cannot steal the anointing. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Come on. And, yes. and, and so you can fool someone in the pulpit, but you fool no one in the prayer closet. That's right. And so we got to get alone with God in private, and then we'll have something to say in public. So I think another thing we need to do, I love what Pastor Rodney says. We need to roll up our sleeves. We need an all hand on deck. And we yes, need to yeah. stop seeing other churches as the competition. Mm. Um, if we're generally brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, the Greek word for denomination is division. Come on. And we're so busy divided over the label on the church sign. You know, if you're truly on Team Jesus, you know, he's more wonderful than the Wesleyans. He's more right. mighty than the Methodists. And he's more powerful than the Pentecost. And, you know, and this is a guy that was on staff with Dr. Graham. Jesus is, was way bigger than my Baptist box. He exploded mm -hmm. it. That's right. So I'm just, we're born again, kids of the king. There's royalty. We got his blood in our veins. And I just think, you know, we need to swing for the fence. That's right. No, you're you're hundred percent spot on. And what you're saying is is absolutely bearing witness in my spirit because you know, this is not about a name or a ministry. You know, I always tell our listeners, and I'll say it again, you know, don't follow Todd, follow God. You know, this is hey, that's good. Listen, man, I mean, this is I, you know, I I'm on a short leash when it comes to the Lord. If I do anything, he convicts me really quick. And uh, you know, I most of what we do, honestly, people don't understand, but it's spending time in the secret place. You know, it's that time. Uh, you know, in the prayer closet, like you said, on our faces, repenting, standing before the Lord, asking him for wisdom and discernment. How, you know, Lord, what can I do today to be about your business? How can we best serve you today, Lord? You know, set up divine appointments. Give us divine strategy. This is the only way we're going to win this. And we can't grow weary, like you had mentioned earlier, in, in doing good. We have to continue to fill, feed our soul, you know, stand. And, and the Lord gives that strategy. And he gives, because a lot of people are saying, well, what do I do? You know, it's like, Inquire of the Lord. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. We've got to go and have a two-way conversation. The Lord's going to give you know, some people. I know a woman in our town. She's opened up her coffee shop. That's a small business that Amen. she owns. And it's become like a church. It's like they have services there twice a week. You know, there's a mechanic I know that has a little space in his uh, auto in, you know, business. And they have a Bible study. You know, whatever it takes. You know, um, I was just in Okaboji, uh you know, I went out there, I, I flew into Sioux Falls and then I went out to Iowa and we're, we're looking and there's literally cornfields all around us. We're driving for two hours. I'm like, where are we going? All of a sudden we get to Okaboji and there's all these people in this field with lawn chairs and a sound system having revival, you know, and it was like, what is going, you know, so, and the Lord moved that night. I mean, there were people that were healed and set free and delivered. The Lord was working in miracle signs and wonders. And when I left there, the Lord said, as much as it was a blessing for you to come speak and your friend to come speak, really why you were there was to show you what I'm doing. And yeah. he's moving in different places, in different ways. The same Holy Ghost, the same Holy Spirit moving in our nation. He wants to move. He, you know, listen, you know this, Dr. Sheldon, this is true. You know, we've been to other countries and we've seen the glory of the Lord moving. We've seen people healed. And I've, I've many times I've flown back to the States and been like, Lord, why isn't this happening in America? Why isn't it happening in the States? You know why? Most Christians, when they get sick, they don't, the first thing they do, and let's just be honest, is not call upon the name of the Lord. They call their doctor and they get a, chem a chemical solution. And I'm not against mm. medication, but I'm just saying we've been off in, in our understanding of how the, the Lord wants to move and it's high time. This is the season. Listen, he wants to move in a great harvest. You mentioned being in the end times, either we're in the birth pains or the end times, but we know the hour's late and the Lord wants to move. And I believe one more time, 
we're going to see a great harvest and a great move, probably unlike anything we've ever seen, Amen. maybe even in history. But it's time to get up, to stand up, to rise up, to be the church, to be the head and not the tail. And Dr. Shelton, that's what you're doing out there. Uh, listen, define urgency. What is urgency to you? Well, when you look at the cover of my book, it, it, it's an hourglass with the sand of time almost slipped through. And, and I like the old school sundial. If you remember, I'm going back a couple thousand years ago. But the, this, the sundial would point towards the sun, the S-U-N. And when we start looking at the S-O-N, you'll always know what time it is. And, and, and I have a brother-in-law with a Breitling. I couldn't afford one. I, I got good friends with Rolexes. And if you want to donate to the ministry, I don't want to rob you of a blessing. But, you know, the real Rolex is a beautiful piece of art. Uh, but some would probably think I'm, I'm a hater. I'm not. But in my humble opinion, it could be a misrepresentation of time. Hmm. Now, it's incredible. You can spend 10, 1500 grand for a watch. The real Rolex is unlike any watch in the world because the second hand is perpetual emotion. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't skip. It's beautiful. But see, it's misleading in this last hour because the hourglass reminds us rich or poor, black or white, Republican, Democrat, agnostic or born again, that time one day will run out. And Jesus said in Revelation 22:10, I come quickly. And, you know, a thief in the night, ready or not, here I come. That was a great game as a kid. It's going to be horrendous for billions of adults who weren't prepared to meet a holy God. Mm. And um, I'm telling you, hell's too long to be wrong. Mm. And another thing we can do, Todd, is one, I want to challenge the pastor yeah. um, to call another pastor across town. He may be African-American. He may be Asian. He may be of a different denomination. Treat the man of God to lunch. You say, why? Because this late in the game, are you building God's kingdom or yours? And when you can get past your ministry and get your eyes on his ministry, right. meaning God's and someone else's, then we can roll up our sleeves and get going. Now to the saints under the sound of my voice, when dad graduated in 78 from the FBI National Academy in Guanaco, we've learned our whole life about this thing called 10 most wanted. That's for fugitives, felons, people on the run, on the radar of one of the mm -hmm. premier law enforcement agencies. But you write tonight after this podcast on this radio show, the name of 10 friends who've been hurt by church, who've been wounded, yeah. who are not ready to meet the Lord and just begin to pray for those 10. Yes. And ask God that maybe once a week you reach out to them, treat them to coffee at Starbucks and, and just share what Jesus means to you. See, and the third thing is when Billy Graham died, I was preaching in India. And someone asked me, you worked for Dr. Graham, who's going to replace the great evangelist now that he's gone? And with no notes or no notice, I said, every Christian who's willing yeah. to share the gospel. He's not just going to use one, he's going to use everyone. And, and to be quite honest, he may be using those that were in the pews mm. now more than those who used to be in the pulpit. Because unless the pastor gets alone with God, gets past ego, gets right with the Lord, who maybe started out in faith, but somehow privately slipped into the flesh, God is not only dying to save us, he's dying to use us. And I believe the worst sinners become the best saints. So if you're listening today and, you know, you're a mechanic or you do taxes or you're an attorney and you're thinking, you know, God couldn't use me. No, that's a lie from hell. He's probably going to use you to help change the world. And now's the time to get right so others don't get left out. 
That's so good. Yes. Uh, the book is called Urgency, Heaven or Hell, Frank Shelton. It's available on Amazon. You can go to Frank Shelton. It's S-H-E-L-T-O-N.com, frankshelton.com. Uh, we're going to put the promo up as well. Dr. Shelton, is there anything you want to say before we go? No, it's my honor to be with you, buddy. It's humbling. I When it first came out two weeks ago, it's the number one new release for all of Christianity and evangelism on Amazon. So I'd encourage you to buy one for yourself and one for a friend because I'm telling you, God is where it's at. Yeah. You know what? This man is the real deal too. I'll tell you that he's got a heart for the Lord and this book is anointed. I highly encourage you to get it. And I'm just honored to have you on the show, uh, Dr. Shelton, and just appreciate you and your ministry, my friend. And uh, we're just looking forward to what God does. Oh, well, God bless you, Todd. Have a good day, sir. God bless you. We'll be right back with the Todd Kilkenau Show. As an evangelist and former staff with Billy Graham, he traveled the globe. He knew the walls were closing quickly and scheduled to preach in 10 countries in 2020. When COVID-19 sat most down, Frank Shelton stood up and preached the gospel against tyranny, draconian, overreach, and strengthened the spines of citizens nationwide with one message. Jesus is our only hope. The sands of time have almost slipped through and time is almost out. Urgency is one of the most anticipated books in 2021. Buckle up, it's the wildest ride in the park. Available now on Amazon and stores worldwide. Visit frankshelton.com. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out, but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am stoked and excited because I have my friend and an amazing man of God who so many of you wrote me and said, have him back on, have him back on. So I said, Dr. Sherwood, can we have you back on? And here he is, Dr. Sherwood. Welcome to the program, sir. Todd, thanks for having me. It's good to see you. You look great. You look healthy and you look like you're about to spread some hope. Is that oh, true? Well, I am. I am. You know, I didn't even really say what you do. So Mark is a naturopathic doctor. He's on a mission to empower you, to take control of your health. And our listeners want to do that, Dr. Sherwood. They want to yeah. take control of their health. And you are just giving us all these amazing nuggets. You know, we're in a world where there's so much fear and there's a lot of, I'll tell you about a meme. I want to tell you this because the audience was sending this to me. I thought it was funny. It was a meme and it was a really, um, you know, obese person. And, and they said, you know, vaccinated, as, and I'll just put in the blank, a four-letter word, right? And, and it's yeah. this meme, but the, the funny thing about it is it, why people are sharing it is because the person is very proud to be vaccinated, but you can clearly see that they're not taking care of their body. Mm. And this is what I think you're trying to get across here is how do we take care of the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we want to take care of the body. So what say you? What's on your heart today, Dr. Sherwood? 
Well, I think that's the great quandary, isn't there's this debate going on right now with this elephant in the room that we're not dealing with, Todd, and right. it's the debate between the, uh, can science create better immunity than the body does? And in my mind, that's not a debate because, you know, Jesus, I ask him, he did not get vaccinated. And I'm not saying anti-vax or pro-vax, I'm saying that we have the same immune system as Jesus did. That's the bottom line. And so we must not elevate science over what the body is capable of doing. When we do that, we're basically denying God and we're worshiping another God, little right. G. Yeah. And with that said, our bodies is capable of doing some amazing things. And But we have to give it the right thing. You know, when you look at retrospective studies uh, of 800,000 people that died from COVID, the, the second leading cause of death or comorbidity was obesity. First mm. was age. And get this, the third was fear and anxiety disorders. Right. Now, so, you know, if we're creating this this nonsense, you know, by our own uh, neglect and own rebellious behavior, let's just right. call it for what it is. Right. I mean, we're taking our chances. I have deep, deep compassion on people, but at the same time, you know, we need to say, um, sir, ma'am, it's time to stop abusing the temple. We need to really obey God and really begin to respect this thing because it's not yours to abuse. And, and that's the hardcore truth. And when we do that, let's imagine a world that is full of people that are not immunocompromised, right. but have immunoresilience. I mean, can we get an amen and can we do that? Oh, yes. Amen to that. And so a lot of people that I know that are truth seekers, people that do their research, they've been taking vitamin D, vitamin C, you know, certain vitamins to try to build their immune system. Coming straight from your mouth, Dr. Sherwood, yep. what can we do to build our immunity? You know, what, what, what can we take? Supplements? Like, what do you, what do you suggest? All right, so we've got to think about it. You know, we got to eat well, first of all, because food is medicine and God put medicine in food. Supplements can't supplant, they must supplement. And the reason we need to supplement is, and I hope people get this, is because the food supply has been degraded in the amount and voluminous um, uh, amounts of nutrients over the last 40 years. There are right. some studies that indicate as less 40% or, or as less than they had 40 years ago. That's a big deal. Hmm. So the supplements we want to take to supplement a good diet would be things like zinc, right. things like vitamin C, things like vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids, of course, is a, is a big one. And I like using something called colostrum, which is amazing. And so when you look at it from this perspective, all we're doing is we are giving the body the material it needs so that it can function and do the processes it does. And when you select supplements, you know, you can't just, you know, you can't go down to the local pharmacy and just grab some off the shelf because there's no regulation on that. There's no standardization and there's no sort of level of clarity you can have with that for certainty that it has what it says it has. So you've got to be very uh, specific and and that's something my wife and I take a lot of stock in and study a lot on to select the best the best things for people to have. Right. So you know the food today. I mean, I knew this because we were trying to my wife and I we were trying to like plant a garden, right? And yeah. it, you know it, it's hard to get good seeds. I didn't know this, but it's it's kind of hard to get good seeds. Uh, there's companies like Monsanto and others that have kind of taken over the supply yeah. of, of food and organic food. So when we go to like a Whole Foods or, you know, a, one of these stores, how do you get good organic food? Like, where do you go? All right. So you can get organic food at most grocery stores now, but you got to know what you're looking for. There is on the food uh, a sticker, 
a sticker, and it should, you're looking for a five-digit number on the sticker that begins with the nine. A okay. five-digit number that begins with a nine. That says it's organic, and that hasn't been sprayed with pesticides. So look for those. Okay. Um, that's your number one line. And the second thing to do is just a little tip that I've given people is when you're on a budget, you know, I hear people say, well, like rent food is too expensive. I get right. that. It is right. more pricey. Right. But when you're on a budget, look for things with thinner skin, organic, and you can get away with things with thicker skin, inorganic because the skin typically thicker skin things like an avocado or maybe like a banana you're not going to eat the skin so again you're throwing away some of the exposure of that chemical namely that some of these herbicides and pesticides that are sprayed on there so that's just good a good little tip to get a, a get around the sort of the expense issue Right. So somebody comes in, like, you know, I'm in my 40s now, you know, you get that kind of, they call it like the spare tire, you know, <laughs> it comes in, you know, and, and there's all these people that are trying to get you on like testosterone builders and all these different things. Well, first of all, do you recommend that? I mean, should we take a booster for testosterone, something like that? Well, that's a great question. So women go through a process, Todd, called menopause. And right. of course, we all know what that is when the menstrual cycles pause and the average age of that is about 50, 51. But here's a big deal to understand with women, and I'll get to men. About 15 years prior to menopause, there's something called perimenopause that begins. It's like premenopause. But 15 years prior to menopause happening, women begin to get this tanking, if you will, of two of the three big hormones, progesterone and testosterone, which tends to cause weight gain, sleeplessness, and even depression and anxiety. So that's Is that something that could happen after a childbirth too? Because I noticed that with some people in the ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big deal. When When a lady is pregnant, right? We know in the first trimester, the progesterone is primarily produced by the ovaries, but then the progesterone production transfers to the placenta. When progesterone comes up very high, we are at peace. We want to sleep all the time. We want to rest. Everything is like, wow. And so that's why ladies in the second, third trimester typically have a lot of sleeping time. But watch this. When they give birth and the placenta goes out with the baby, they lose all production suddenly of this progesterone. And this is where the concept of post partum depression begins ah. and the remedy is not to give them xanax or prozac or well butrin the remedy right. is to bring back progesterone so it's this is why ladies have so much problem and typically you know the more you're exposed to hormones and things like that you can speed up menopause a lot and so this perimenopausal time for ladies is a very much of a quagmire and mm. uh, we like to call it facetiously just a joke no man's land because (laughs) (laughs) men don't understand it and practitioners don't understand it either. It's like chasing um, sort of this tumbleweed on a desert with winds blowing in different directions. So you got to know what you're doing. Men are a little bit easier. So men have a decline slant of testosterone production. That's called andropause, or as we facetiously say, manopause, right? And so- the decrease in testosterone happens and the testes stop listening to the brain signal. They produce less and men go into, in a worst case scenario, what's called a midlife crisis where they're looking for something to give them a jolt. 
So when you bring these hormones back, it is plausible and it is responsible to bring those back and sort of replace those back to a more youthful level so that we can live younger longer and that correlates todd with less disease processes which is wow. amazing so yeah there's a lot of benefit to that if done correctly but you got to have experts and my wife and i do that a lot so okay. um you know we, we we do it and we understand it but you just can't do it if you don't understand it that makes sense uh so let me clear this up right now because we've heard this in the news cycle do men menstruate do men menstruate this is this is the talk of the liberal media today <laughs> uh, they they do not um okay thank you for clearing they, that up <laughs> they, they do not and uh i don't believe god made a mistake i think he didn't make men and women god is not uh confused there's a lot of confusion out there right now about you know genders and all this stuff and this is not knocking right. anybody but we need to understand that a lot of this stuff is not just spiritual confusion this will blow your mind and some of the listeners minds a lot of it is chemical because you mentioned it earlier monsanto has this product called right. roundup that is used yes. on everything did you know that it contains chemicals that are guess what estrogenic they drive wow. estrogen compounds in the body and women or I mean sorry little girls who are given birth control is typically given you know to them and they will poop it out and pee it out you know the residual metabolic waste and that's not filtered out of your bath water so there's a lot of men and boys that are exposed to estrogenic compounds right now causing yeah. this massive confusion and it is not coincidence we need to start paying attention to this thing and really watching the toxicity get a water filter but watch the the plants and things that are sprayed with this roundup and that would be like corn soy uh breads and grains yeah, there's a you know a, a phrase or a term they call soy boy. Have you heard yeah. that soy boy? Oh you yeah, know, but absolutely. It, it, yeah, it's just you know men that are kind of being feminine, you know, kind of like women feminine, you know, and they're and I think a lot of it's happening through the food supply. Is that is that just me being conspiracy theorist, or is there something there there? No, it is. It's absolutely happening because you can see this happening in, well, we see it happening in boys. Obviously, they're getting larger. They're having these uh, man boobs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, gaining a lot of belly weight and you're seeing it happen in women too in this way because you're not seeing a decline in breast cancer you're seeing an increase in that breast cancer and it's not created by the estrogen that we make it's created by the estrogen that we make plus all the estrogenic exposures so you're seeing it in both sexes from different sort of pathologies and problems but it's still a real deal and we got to pay attention to this we can't be yes. oblivious to it Right. And, you know, the sugar in a lot of people's diets, too, is really bad. I mean, if you drink Coca-Cola a couple times a day or, you know, soda, different thing. I mean, it's just so bad for your body. I stopped drinking soda a few years ago and I lost weight just from stop drinking soda, you know. But uh, there are certain dietary, you know, habits that just change your life. They're game changers, like fast food. You know, when my wife and I are on the road and everything's going fast, we used to eat fast food. And we would notice we'd gain weight. We didn't feel good. Um, so we really try to avoid fast food as much as possible. What, how, how bad is it to eat those types of foods? Well, it's horrendous because America has um, generated the fast food concept and idea through what's called the standard American diet lifestyle. Everything's in a hurry. And America is responsible for the obesity crisis. We did it in our country. We're yeah. exporting around the world and we're doing nothing about it. And as this pertains to our current situation, we've already talked about obesity. Yeah. It's not okay. And, you know, people like my wife and I, and you've seen us 
uh, you know, a lot yeah. personally. And yeah. um, we're looked at as freaks, man. You know, people <laughs> people do call us that. You know, I'm I don't trying to look I'm, like you, man. Come on, you know, <laughs> you it's normal. Yeah. We can be normal. It's not normal, folks, to be over fat. Right. That's not okay. I don't care what you're told if your doctor is over fat and their staff is over fat and they're not encouraging you to get better, find a new doctor. It's, yes. it's a big deal. We are losing generations because we're not addressing this thing called elephant in the room, which is our lifestyle. And this is a huge opportunity for us right now, Todd. Yeah, lifestyle choices, eating habits, as you said, you know, food is medicine, which I love that. I'm really starting to think about that because it's like as I'm eating something that's not good for me, I'm like, well, this isn't good medicine, you know, so you want to have good medicine, right? You want to have good food quality food. And then you mentioned, you know, the difference between, uh, you know, going to the store and looking at organic versus, you know, uh, the Monsanto product that has yep. uh, the pesticides on it. Now, what's the, um, the weight in doing exercise? Like how important is exercise in this whole mix? Well, so exercise is important, but you can't exercise away a bad diet. Okay. You can't pray away a bad diet. You can't pill away a bad diet. You can't hormone away a bad diet. And you can't surgery away a bad diet. Um, The bottom line is exercise is important for cardiorespiratory health or cardiovascular health and muscular endurance, muscular stamina, and even muscular growth. You cannot exercise to lose fat. You don't want to do that because I can prove that to you because the gym, the exercise that we know, has only been around about 100 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Our genes have changed 2% in 10,000 years. Wow. And so when you correlate those two pieces of data, clearly we know that it, we don't have to have a gym to be slim. We don't right. have to have a gym to be fit. Now, having a gym gives us an opportunity to be more fit, right. but it all boils down to a simple exercise called a fork curl. Okay. The greatest medical decision you make every day is at the end of your fork. There huh. you go. Okay. Well, this whole eating, I mean, this is really groundbreaking and what we need to understand because as a Christian community, you know, I pastored for 17 years, we would go out to eat late at night. You know, we probably wouldn't go to the best restaurant, but it was fellowship and we enjoyed it. You know, a lot of times people want to meet pastors for lunch. So it's like, I'm always meeting some at lunch and here and there, you know, meeting all around. And I'll tell you, this is how I've gained weight, Dr. Sherwood. So yeah. I've had to really uh, cut back on the eating. A lot of times now I'll just go meet with people and I won't eat or I'll have a drink. Uh, but, you know, I've had to learn time of day. How important is time of day when it comes to eating? It is critical because the biggest thing to understand is let's look at the front end and let's look at the back end. Let's look okay. at the front end first. When you get up in the morning, The first meal you eat is called a breakfast. Why? Because you're breaking a fast. Uh. The breakfast is the most important meal of the day because that's how you start. You do not want to start that chasing blood sugar by eating a highly processed, genetically modified grain, cereal, bread type breakfast because you're going to set your day off in a bad direction and dry blood sugar and probably become a diabetic. The second most, so you got to do like a protein thing. Like have yourself some eggs. You can probably string some oatmeal together, have some fruit. Uh, Don't drink milk and be very limited on fruit juice because it's got Roundup on it, right? Milk milk does too? Milk is dangerous for our system because what do cows eat and what are they fed to get very fat fast? They're fed the grain and stuff like that. And then they're given 
growth hormone and antibiotics because they can't get sick because they're living so close together. Exercise would do them bad. That would cause them to be not as not as fat. Right. So we've got to really understand the. You're blowing my milk. mind because <laughs> you know for for years it was like no milk, milk does a body good. Milk, you know, we were like, and you know, this was like uh, in our head for you know commercial yep. after commercial, sign after sign, like everywhere yep. we went. You're telling me it's not good. Yeah, so milk does not do a body good, nor does tricks do anything good for kids. And Wheaties <laughs> using an Olympian is deception. Cereal and like Cheerios has got this label on it, good for heart health. Go ahead, eat those Cheerios. I bet you're going to become diabetic and hurt your heart. It's like we are we are brainwashed. Don't believe everything that you're told when it's sponsored from our U.S. government regarding health, because the centers of disease out of control and lack of prevention, I like to say, they are utter failures. And I'm not attacking the individual people, but they have failed for 50 some odd years. Wow. Look at our population now. It's pathetic. Wake up, church. Do Come something on. different. That's a big deal. Now, on the back end, as you said, you really don't yeah. want to eat really up to about two or three hours before you go to bed. You want to go to bed fasted and hydrated. That's a big deal because the body can't repair itself when it has food in the belly. It only repairs itself when we have an empty belly, when we're in a fasting state. So there's a big discussion now about this intermittent fasting, which is really right. beneficial. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I was, that was going to be my next question. So a lot of the audience right now is fasting. We're on a Psalm 64 decree and Perfect. we're fasting. And many people are fasting breakfast and lunch. So now listening mm -hmm. to what you're saying, maybe that's not the best idea. But what no. kind of fast do you recommend? You know, I mean, it's hard to do just a full water fast, you know. So yeah. uh, what's a good fast for your body while you're fasting? Well, I like that people are doing a, in concept now a 24-hour fast, Todd. This is really good. Yeah. So I'm going to encourage you as a listener now to really understand this concept. When you compress the time with which your body has food in the belly, we are extending the time with which the food does not or the body belly does not have food in it. And so there's two processes. This is a little complex, but I want people to be familiar with the names. Yeah. There's a process called mTOR, little m capital T-O-R, that's a process of building. Okay. Then there's a process called autophagy. That's a process of cleanup, recycle, and repair. Cleanup, recycle, and repair is something that's beneficial for us, and it makes sense, and it can only be done in fasting. So when we mm. fast, not only are we getting spiritual benefit, but we're getting physical benefit of reparation, regeneration, repair, and rebuilding. Fascinating wow. process. Fascinating. Wow. So I encourage that. You know, peer person should do a 24, 18 or 24 hour fast a couple times a week. That's yeah. how important it is. Interesting. So uh, the last thing I want to talk about, because I know your time's precious and I want to get to our program here. Uh, but, you know, anxiety. You mentioned anxiety, yeah. stress. There's, there's a lot of that. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I get calls all day from people. Yeah. Pastor Todd, pray for me. I'm having anxiety. You know, we walk them through the spiritual aspects of it. But how do you, when somebody comes to you at SherwoodTV.com, you know, Remnant, and they come, you know, what would you start with? That? Like, you know, I'm doctor. I'm having stress. How do you alleviate that? Well, first of all, I go right to the spiritual piece because this is our ministry. You know, I, yeah. I consider us called as wellness pastors or healers from God on yeah. high. That's our gifting. I tell people, first of all, Fear is not a spirit that comes from God. It was generated in you. 
Right. It was generating us between our ears. And it's most of the time false evidence appearing real, you know, that old That's acronym. Right. Yeah. And I tell people just to, just to really relax and understand. And I make them state that God looks at them as perfect. And I make them state that out of their mouth. And God did not give them, but he gave them power. Right. And I make them say, God gave me power. And I go right there because you've got to get in the right frame of mind so that you can be healed physically. And if we can't acknowledge God's power and we in turn acknowledge our own fears that are generated, we are not allowing God to perform and do all he wants to in and through us on a daily basis. So again, fear is a real deal. We want to get people out of watching negative media. That's huge right now. I tell them to go have a walk. Yes. You know, get some praise and worship. And when I exercise in the morning, man, I'm not listening to headbanger hard rock. I'm listening <laughs> to praise and worship and just right. thanking God that I can move. Yes. So that's a little trick that I use. Um, I just disconnect and connect with our Heavenly Father and um, make sure I can hear His voice. Make sure yes. I can really grasp His presence and really acknowledge His presence. That's all He wants. You know, God doesn't need us. We need Him. Yes. And that's huge for people to get. And when people understand that, man, they can get all of God and they can walk around healed and they can be a freak like you and I. It's awesome. (laughs) I love it. You guys can see why I love this guy, right? This guy is awesome. His wife is awesome. (laughs) Their ministry is awesome. And I really would love if more of the listeners would get involved. I'm going to tell you, Michelle and I are getting involved here. My mom, I think my mom called you. She (laughs) did. I talked to her. What a great lady. I said, you got a great son, man. You did a good job. So she's a great, great human being. Thank you. She is. I think we'll keep her. Uh, You know, the thing is, man, you know, I think everybody should get involved in this program and you have a free ebook. So if you go to uh, Sherwood.tv slash remnant, uh, there's a program, there's a free ebook. Tell us a little bit about the ebook, Dr. Sherwood. Yeah. In the ebook, we go into those spiritual and emotional and physical pieces of the human being. And we actually give you tips right there, things you can do. One of the cool things to eliminate this concept of fear very quickly is to understand the acronym of fraud, mm. F-R-A-U-D-S, fear, resentment, anger, unforgiveness, disappointment, shame. Yeah. And when those things begin to manifest, you lose your identity. That's a fraud. That's right. And so we put all that in the ebook for people, Todd, and within the ebook, there are descriptions and links of all of our programs that people can get involved they can they can get involved not with our involvement they can get involved with us uh, there is our immune protocols that we've been very successful yes. with in there yes. there's ways that people can connect in there they can get our books and it's not about uh giving them sales it's about resources right this is right. a great 27 page ebook resource that people can have and everybody needs it because if you just read it and just use those principles in there and i never talked to you your life just got better so i I, I I promise you that yeah yeah you know that's what we're trying to do because i'm getting a lot of calls and people are like pastor todd can i get you know some ivermectin on the side or you know can i get some hydroxychloroquine you know i i'm all for it i understand what you're saying but if you really were the reason why we have dr sherwood on especially in a time like this is because if you build your immunity and you build your immune system and you and you start changing your lifestyle choices with food and you know exercise yeah. all these things and this is what Dr. Sherwood walks you through. So you have a program, right? So if someone were to call you and they read the ebook and they say, "Okay, I want to get more involved," uh, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you do with the people that call? 
Yeah, we have some things that uh, people can hands-off approach. We have a 40-day reset program. We're just kind of scripted out for you and give you what you need with all your nutrients. And, and it's got a detox with it. It's got a scripted out anti-inflammatory food protocol. We give you vitamin D. We give you some homeopathy to cause you to lose fat, build muscle, and help with uh, cravings. It's got omega-3s in it. And then we progress to a 120-day. That will change your life. And then we have calls with you once a month and more. So that's got a lot of coaching with it. And then we've got just complete lifestyle plans where people can do blood work with us and they can do genetics with us. That's fascinating stuff. And so, you know, that's what your, your mom's going to do some of that cool stuff. So I want to do it. And I told my wife we need to do it because this yeah. is, you know, we want to get healthy. We want to, you know, look, we're going into some crazy times. You know, we're, yep. we're believing that the Lord is moving. We're believing we're going to see revival. We're seeing pockets revival. I mean, the Lord is moving, but it's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. And so yeah. we're probably going to go into some uh, tough things ahead as well as we're already seeing kind of develop. We have to be in a good state of mind and a good state of health. And that's why I know this may kind of sound infomercy kind of, you know, but that's not at all what we're doing here. He says mm -hmm. that we care about you guys. And Dr. Mm -hmm. Sherwood, this is his ministry. So, you know, yeah. as I pastor and speak about, you know, sermons and different things that I do, this is his ministry. He wants yeah. to get you in your optimal health. And we care about this audience. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not paying him to be on the show. No. He's coming because he loves you. He loves, you know, I, do. I mean, he just cares about people. And, uh, and so I want to keep having him on. I hope that's okay with you guys, because I think, you know, from your response last time, I think it is, uh, yeah. but Dr. Sherwood, you're just a wealth of information. And I would love to see this audience get to their optimal state. And I believe, you know, that just the information that you gave today, I mean, some people pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for that information. Uh, but you know, you're, you're someone that's so kind, you're willing to just, you know, give that information to us today. And, you know, you give this free ebook. So, uh, we put the link on the screen right now at Sherwood dot tv slash remnant go on there check out what dr sherwood's talking about again i know many of you want hydroxychloroquine the ivermectin and but but just listen to some of the things that dr sherwood's talking about because i know people that have built their immunity and are doing just great and yeah. uh and they have not had any problems is that what you're seeing out there dr sherwood i am and we're not anti-ivermectin anti-hcq or budesonide, azithromycin, anything like that. We just don't think that the concept of a pill for an ill should be our first line thought. Uh, we need to do what our responsibility is. And you're right. My whole motive here is to teach people uh, uh, God's way so we can begin to experience not just God's way, but God's benefits. And that's walking around healing. That's what he says he's going to do. He's going to heal our diseases. He doesn't say manage. He doesn't say take a pill because you're scared. Now, we're not anti those things. We use those things as appropriate. I want to make clear on that. I just want to help people, man, and I want to see them bless. And I have one requirement. Whatever you learn, go teach somebody else. That's the point. <laughs> I love it. Hey, man, you're doing a great work. I really appreciate you. I know you had a long day today. You came on the yeah. show. I just I love you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, we're going to put the link below one more time, Sherwood.tv slash remnant. Dr. Mark Sherwood, thank you so much for being on the show, sir. You're welcome. It's my honor, and I really look forward to see you every time. It's awesome. Same, man. I can't wait till next time. And we'll be right back with The Todd Coconut Show. Well, hello, Remnant Warriors. Hey, listen, I wanted to show you guys something very, very cool. So right now, it just says church app, but in a few days, this is going to populate a little bit differently and it's going to have the Todd Coconado Ministries app, but we have an app and it's available right now and you can use it. Look, you can go to Remnant News, 
Okay, you can go home here and it has the Bible app on there. It's got Remin News, our Twitter prayer wall. If you have any prayer requests, put them on the prayer wall. The blog is on there with up to the minute information from Remnant News. Rumble and all the videos that we have on the Todd Coconato Show right there on Rumble and so much more. You don't want to miss this app, ladies and gentlemen. It's a way for us to get around the censorship of the deep state tech giants that are trying to shut us down. But we're thinking of new ways God is providing. This is a way for the remnant community to come together online. So download the app. It's super simple. Just go to www.toddcoconato.com slash app. And you will see instructions of how to download the app right now onto your smartphone or device. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time. Thank you for tuning in.